It's the ABC's High School Teachers Really Need to Know, Season 3, Episode Number 1, Always Remember Your Value. Also, always remember to like, comment, and subscribe, or buy the books on Amazon.com. Friends, it is so good to be back with you. Hope everything is fantastic for all of you. You should be out of uh, school uh, for the summer. I know I'm enjoying my summer. Uh, I know there's probably a few stragglers who uh, might still be finishing up. Uh, I hope that your year ends up finishing uh, as strong as it possibly can. Also, I know that uh, for so many of us, it's all about, you know, you're still engaged with students. You're coaching or doing summer school. And uh, if you're doing those things and staying involved and helping our kiddos, then power to you. Um, and, and I hope that's uh, just rocking and rolling. Also, it has been uh, several weeks since I've been with you. And I, I just, uh, I, I'm, I've been so excited. I've, I've taken a little time, you know, I'm going to say it, uh, to rejuvenate a little bit. And uh, not just because I was resting after the school year, uh, but as I mentioned in the last episode of the last season, um, I kind of underwent a little bit of a, uh, I guess, job transition, a change in role a little bit where uh, I have now added many, many challenges uh, of, of, I shouldn't say challenges, that's a bad word, um, but the opportunity, I guess, is better to collaborate with so many different teachers from so many different schools from across multiple states in this new role and I'm, I'm super excited about that I think it's going to be an opportunity for me to uh, get better and that's what this is always about you know I'm big on networks and I learn I say all the time I learn more from you than you probably do from me but it is about that network that network of collaboration that I'm just totally convinced makes us all better at what we do in a very, very tough uh, profession. So um, it is good to be back with you. I am, you know, in that in that transition, I'm, I'm, I'm just doing great. And uh, also, and I got a lot of emails after I said that in the last episode, and, and I really appreciate your, your emails as I always do, your comments, uh, questions, concerns. Keep emailing me. It's Bermucci dot mat at gmail.com keep keep emailing me stay in touch i love that that makes my day uh, and again i learned so much from from you and honestly I, I was thinking about this too the other day i am just blown away at, at at our network here on this podcast the amount of people that download i i, I see it and and i hear it uh, I communicate with it, and, and if I've had the absolute pleasure to get to meet and interact with you, uh, that's that's super special also. And I do get to do that because I am working in my particular region with a lot of teachers and schools, and that's special. Uh, and for those of you who have not had the chance to, to meet yet, and then, of course, you're spread across six different continents, uh, I, I thank you, one, for, for your continued dedication to our program and, and just what you do thank you thanks to all of you for being an incredible teacher and uh, sharing your expertise as I try to do each and every day uh, hopefully one day we'll get this all figured out right and 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 become great teachers we know that we'll never be perfect that's just not a realistic expectation but we can certainly try to get better and just being intentional about trying to get better will take you a long way to being a lot better I've always been a believer in that I've always been a believer in in constant renovation so that we are improving and so I wanted to 
tell you, tell you also a little bit uh, about what you can expect in the third season. I, I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but each each season has sort of had its own thread. Uh, season one, so to speak, is the uh, just this is strong language, but just for the lack of a better way to say it, it season one, it, all of those twenty six were were so were, were essentially the commandments of being an effective teacher. Uh, if they're that important, now does that mean that everything that we've talked about and going to talk about in season two and three and additional seasons that we uh, that we are sharing time with each other, does that mean that that is less important? The answer to that is absolutely not. What we're doing is furthering the discussion in each of those key points, those key areas, and and then getting to those things that. Uh, also impact our classrooms in a big way and it allows also as we you know further this conversation and get into some of these other things to kind of uh, hit those things that maybe we don't think about as often but are super important it allows us to maybe um, you know as, as each of these topics seems to hit us in a different way because we all have strengths and we all have weaknesses and maybe one's one's more or less applicable uh, or, or and when I say applicable they're all applicable but more or less applicable in a way that uh, would lead to dramatic, I guess results for you because we have those different strengths and weaknesses. So that's what this is about. And each each episode, each um, each season, I, I think is continuously uh, building on that. And and that's what keeps me going. That's what you know makes me excited about doing this. I don't do this podcast for profit. I'm not paying a dime off of this podcast. Um, it, it is purely an opportunity to network and share. And, and, and fortunately for me, and then the kids that I teach, uh, they uh, hugely impactful and in a positive way, uh, particularly as we it, it, you know share things. It's like teachers pay teachers, but with with strategies and approach uh, and things of that nature. So yeah, every every season has its own thread. And so season one, sort of that those key ideas and then two and three uh, is going to be building on that two is really a close look at sort of the 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 teacher side of I guess psychology and approaches and things like that for the most part um, that's what season two was about and you're gonna see me do some of that uh, here in season three as well but season three is going to uh, at least in my mind, and and I do always, I, I'm I'm big into reading on current events and uh, the news and and staying just up to date on all of that. So it's possible that you know I may from week to week, time to time, decide that you know I need I really need to hit this topic. Uh, but but for the most part, my plan is to really get into the nuts and bolts of running the classroom. You know why we have these policies or that policy, uh, and and we're going to talk about those things. Why we do these things and those things uh, in a more tangible way, with a few more examples, a few more illustrations, and 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 again, that's just part of building on that discussion we've already had, uh, but going a little bit deeper and digging in a little bit more, uh, so that we can ultimately all be more effective at what we're trying to do, and that's to help our kids uh, really do a great job, and. <clears throat> You know, this episode, which I've entitled Always Remember Your Value, this is, and it's something, again, I've I've mentioned before, I've, you know as well as I do, that I've mentioned 
the importance of the superpowers, so to speak, that teachers have and those roles that we spontaneously have in addition to being masters of content. We also have to be spontaneous counselors and spontaneous uh, you know, parents or spontaneous uh, deodorant finders or spontaneous lunch money givers. You know, we do all these different things uh, that is in no job description that you and I have ever received. Uh, and, and, and so that's a big part of the obvious value that we bring is we are not just content professionals and we are not just experts uh, in whatever we're assigned to teach. You know, we are role modeling. We are setting examples for um, social norms and all these other things that we do, not to mention connecting the pieces in so many of our kids, if not all of our kids, if their world, you know, we are the glue that holds the the pieces together, not only in our content area, but maybe uh, at, at this age or whatever they're going through. We have all these roles that we play. And I think sometimes I, I know I know that the world undermines our profession from the standpoint of our confidence. And, and, and let me say that again because I, I, don't, I don't think I said that as well as I could. What I mean by that is I feel like the world thinks anybody can teach. And we are faced with so much. <laughs> and if any of you have ever worked outside of education, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I guess in, in a nutshell, 99.9% .9 of professionals get treated a certain way and have a certain set of standards and... Um, you know they they're they're involved in decision making and so many of those things that those professionals and those professions take for granted teachers don't get those you know we don't get to go to the bathroom when we want we don't oftentimes make the decisions that most directly impact us um, those are usually made by um, people away from the classroom right and on top of that, our job is obviously super hard between constantly evolving pedagogies and instructional strategies, talking heads, which I, I'm aware I could be one of them. I try not to be that, um, but I am another talking head who's giving you advice and telling you, you know, maybe you should consider this or that, you know, all that extra information. And on top of that, the politics and all these other things that are going on. My point is that we have all these things that undermine our confidence and tell us we're not good enough. And it's important that you realize that you bring so much value as an educator because of those superpowers and because of the unique set of skills, your ability to, to paint those beautiful pictures with your kids and be that glue, the ability to uh, solve those problems, the ability to guide and motivate kids. That's what teachers are really there to do, and you're good at it. You're great at it, and you've been trained to do it either and or by life and or by you know professional skills and, and, and abilities that we've picked up in our training and experience, right? And so teachers have a ton of value, and in a lot of ways, I'll be honest with you, I think that the world... Um, sorely misunderstands teachers you know we we all know this they all think that we're uh, you know going home at 3 30 and we don't work during the summer and we don't have any responsibilities and and yada 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 you know all of that but my point is is that, that that's that we're, we're sorely misunderstood uh, amazingly absurdly underpaid for what we do 
and then, like I said, we lose all of the, um, you know, the, the common things that you see in other professions, like the ability to make mistakes, a decent wage, uh, decision-making, all the things that I've, I've mentioned and you already know. The ability to go to the bathroom when we want. Uh, the ability not to have to scarf down food in 20 minutes. You know, all those things that other professionals get to sort of take advantage of, we don't get those things, right? Educators don't get those things. And so what does this have to do with value? Well, it has everything to do with it. Because a lot of times when society doesn't value us, and then we look around as teachers and we're our own worst critics, we don't value ourselves because we think we're not very good at what we do because we see all these amazing teachers and think, man, they're way better at us at, at, at doing this than we are. And, and, and I just want to stop that kind of thinking and say, you know, that's not true. Don't hold yourself to this standard that you have to, one, be perfect because we know that's unobtainable, but two, that you're not as good or, or, you know, is this person down the hall or this person at this school? You know, we all have strengths and weaknesses. And it's all about, as I said, to start the episode, staying intentional and focusing on improving where we can. But there's another side of this that I wanted to talk about. And this this is going to sound negative. And look, sometimes it's going to sound complainy, but that's okay because we're teachers and, and I'm talking to teachers, you know, educator to educator. There's some things to complain about and be concerned about in our profession. With, with, with politics the way that it is and the divided country and this culture of people not understanding what it truly takes to be an educator, it's like we're speaking a different language to our constituents, to our parents and families that we serve. And they don't understand the level that we have to perform on a consistent level in which we have to perform it. They have no idea. But now, with all of this going on in our world, between the changing, evolving kids with technology and, like I said, the politics and the fact that people in Washington or in our state capitals are, are, are making policy for us and apparently they have no idea what actually happens in a classroom, there have just been people leaving our profession in droves. In droves. I mean, there's people, teachers getting beat up in a classroom, threatened. Teachers that can't contain classrooms or manage them because, you know, administrators are sending, you know, teachers back. Or the system just sort of never really deals with the real problem. And so teachers are forced to try to deal with this in classrooms and in, in, in nearly impossible circumstances. So yeah, teachers are leaving in, in, in droves. And, and now we're left with a teacher shortage. And it's amazing, as I was sitting here, you know, watching the news the other day, I see that uh, one state, uh, and there may be others, but this particular state in this, in this uh, news story, is going after teachers who leave before their contracts up at the end of the year. And, and that on the surface may sound like a fantastic idea because we don't want teachers abandoning kids in the middle of the year. And certainly that is terrible and it's unfortunate when it happens. But I'm sorry, teaching is a J-O-B, as I've said, like, I don't know, a thousand times before. Just like being an accountant, being a garbage collector, being a cashier, uh, being a doctor. This teaching is a J-O-B. We are not indentured servants. 
And if we're being threatened or unable to do our jobs, um, that's not an environment that any human should be forced to stay in. And and I'm again not you know proposing anarchy here, and that you walk out of your job. On, on the contrary, it's helping you understand that you have value, even when the world undermines your confidence. But then too, that there is a teacher shortage. Now more than ever is an opportunity for you to stay in the classroom and and at the bargaining table, you have a little bit more say so. So what I'm telling you is, when I'm sitting here reminding you of your value, don't forget to remind others that you do have value. And be proud of that value, that expertise, that experience that you bring. And now is a great opportunity to affect change. They need us. They need teachers. They need educators in a big way. And I think we may be at that point where society has figured out that they're going to have to either pay teachers more, certainly, offer more support to teachers, and affect change. You as an educator, just like me, have to be able to stand up and say, you know what, we have value, we have expertise, you need us, this is supply and demand, let me help you affect change. So yeah, this episode is not just, because we've talked about the fact that you bring value to the classroom. We know that, I know that, we've we've said it, we've discussed it, but now it's taking that even further and building on that conversation and saying in a climate where teachers are in shortage, now's the time to affect change. We always, as individuals, as professionals, should be in the business of advocating for ourselves. Because I'm going to be honest with you, you don't advocate for yourself, then really no one really will, to the degree that you will. And I'm not talking teacher unions and all that. I mean, all that stuff has a place. What I'm actually talking about as an individual, with your value that you bring, you need to advocate for yourself. You know, I was told many, many moons ago by a fantastic administrator and and mentor he told me you never want to work in a place where you can't put your keys down and say you know what this is not good for me and because it's not good for me i'm not able to benefit my students you know you ought to be able to work in a place where you can put your keys down if it's not working and move on for the benefit of both parties well that's that's about value right and at no time have we been in a position to really be able to do that more than ever? We have to be able to recognize our own value. You know, it's really interesting to me. You can take two classrooms, give them, and, and same learning goal. Say I have two, I don't know, two history classrooms, and I'm going to want both to teach the Industrial Revolution, some aspect and give them the same material from the same company, same brand, everything. So you've got, just to review, you've got two classrooms, two different teachers, same lesson plan or, or learning goals. Give them the same materials. As, as much as you might would expect that those lessons look very similar, the chances are they'd be completely different. And that's because each individual, each teacher, brings his or her own style 
on strategy, on approach, on personality. Again, that's the value that we bring. And you can't teach content without bringing that personality, that ownership, that style, that value that's uniquely you. And so in the world of change and in the world of, you know, we're not good enough and in the world of politics and breakneck change uh, due to technology, it's really important that you advocate for yourself. It's really important more than ever to make sure you know that you have value. It's really important that you make sure that that value is recognized by those around you. You know, who knows where our world's going? And again, this seems like a, a dreary way to start a season. It's, it's not. I, I see it as an opportunity. And I'm an optimist, optimistic person in general. I'm a problem solver. You know, I always say you're either part of the problem or you're solving the problem. I try to be in the solving the problem area. Because I know we do a lot of problem analysis and, and, and identification saying this is what the problem is, this is what the problem is. But, but And that's important. But I think we have to stay on the solution side as much as possible. And I think the solution is what I've already said. you got to know your value. And if you're in a place that underappreciates your value or uh, doesn't recognize that you have any value or doesn't necessarily help you achieve whatever goals you're trying to achieve, I think you need to reevaluate. I do. And as I said, there's so much opportunity to affect change right now because there's a shortage. They need us. And they need us in a bad, bad way. And our kids need us, right? And so we need great teachers. And you cannot be a great teacher. You cannot be an effective teacher without realizing confidently that you bring something to the classroom in a big way. And that something is you, your expertise, and your style. You're amazing. You have value. And please, do not let anybody ever tell you that you don't. Well, that is it for this week. I hope you had a uh, great time uh, here in this rather short episode, but I thought very to the point. Um, I had to turn that off for just a quick second because I was going to say this to you also um, before I forgot. This season... If you have questions that um, you want to address specifically, um, please, please, please uh, send them to me. And I, I will absolutely try to address them on the episode. I would love to do that. That was a recommendation that I had during the uh, season break. So I, I do hope that uh, you will do that. I, I really think that would make an even richer type of um, episode. Uh, and also... It was recommended, too, that uh, I actually skip weeks. Um, I don't think I'm going to do that, but I, I do think about those. I, and they wanted me to skip weeks so that they had time if they couldn't get to listening to an episode. And I love that. I love engaged listeners. So I just want you to know I'm, I am hearing those suggestions. I may skip a week from time to time, but generally not. Uh, episodes will continue to be out Tuesday. Uh, and and on Tuesdays, you can rely on them, uh, and, and I want them to be out. But, yeah, I would love for you to submit questions, um, and, and I'm happy if you have certain things you want me to mention or talk about or share with you. I, if, if possible, I would absolutely love 
to do that. So I just had meant to mention that before I finished my closing. So uh, with that... I will actually close the episode this time. Uh, Again, thank you so much for being with me and with us uh, as we begin Season 3. It's good to be back on this journey with you. Uh, Until then, uh, remember to like, comment, and subscribe or buy the books on Amazon.com. Until then, see you down the road.